Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gents, and welcome to the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Flegg. I want to focus on how you can make more money between now and Christmas than you have ever made in this autumn term in your life. There are so many people that I'm sitting down with at the moment where they have made 10, 20, 30,000 pounds in their lives. And I don't mean the money they've earned and spent, their net worth. There are lots of people that I'm speaking to at the moment whose net worths are under 100,000. Once you've taken out your own home, because Robert Kiyosaki tells us that's a liability, not an asset. So once you add up all of your assets, minus all liabilities, lots and lots of people who are 30 years old, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55 years old, have actually got a net worth of under £100,000. That is pretty slow wealth generation. And if you knock off 20 years for when you're probably not income generating, although (laughs) I was selling trees and washing cars when I was 13, I used to grow little willow trees and had this this little, some of you know this from, from Britain, my grandmother gave me like a shopping trolley. It's like two little wheels and a little stand and you could put all your shopping on it and little lady little old ladies with purple hair used to walk around with their shopping in the, in these. They probably still do. My nan gave me one. So I used to fill it with trees. So I, I could fit eight little willow trees, like one foot high willow trees. And I used to walk down to the village, about a mile down to the village and set, knock on doors and sell these trees for, for £1.50. Ah, oh, that brings back memories. And I used to wash carts. So that was 13 years old. But whenever, let's just say you started earning money. To be fair, I was lifeguarding and swim teaching when I was 16. I think I started when I was 15 actually you're allowed to when you were 14 at that age I can remember being sat in my sixth form common room and I was earning 75 pounds a week lifeguarding and swim teaching which I couldn't spend at the time you know that's even today that's 300 quid a month 350 odd quid a month which isn't bad adjusted for inflation that's probably over a thousand quid a month but anyway let's assume you're earning money at 20 and you're now 50 that's given you 30 years to build your net worth let's assume your net worth is 300,000 pounds ignoring equity in your own home you count equity in your buy to let properties um you count cash you count crypto premium bonds you count everything you've got uh, lev equity in businesses because you can sell your businesses if they really are saleable <laughs> that's a big if that person would have accumulated their wealth at a rate of ten thousand pounds a year so on average and when you start breaking it down like that you think oh my goodness i've done rubbish like I bet I've spent more than £10,000 on coffees and I bet I've wasted more than £10,000 on takeaway meals. And you start adding it up, you think, oh my goodness, you know how I could have been a much better accumulator of wealth. For those of you that are interested in this, a really good book that I can really recommend is The Millionaire Next Door. And they talk about prodigious accumulators of wealth and under accumulators of wealth. It's really, really powerful. So if you have on average, accumulated £10,000 a year in wealth. That is £2,500 every quarter. We are in the second week of September. That gives us October, November, December. So we've got the September to put our plan in place and then October, November, December to implement it. Can we earn more than £2,500 in this quarter? Can we add more than £2,500 to our net worth? Well, of course we can. Because if we set our minds to it, we can absolutely smash that. 
And then let's think about how much we could add. So could we add £10,000 to our net worth? Anyone who's been adding £10,000 a year, absolutely you can add £10,000 in a quarter, especially with three or four weeks prep time and planning. So now you can add a year's worth of wealth building in three months. But then I'd look at it and I'd go, could we do 10x? Could we do 25 grand? And if you really think about it, most people can do what they would usually do in a quarter. Most people, if they really set their minds to it, write a plan, do daily accountability. And some of you already will be going, oh yeah, I'm not going to do all that. You won't get this result then. But some of my clients are. Some of my clients have written themselves a quarterly plan and are doing daily accountability to themselves in order to do 10 times what they'd normally do in this autumn term. And they will achieve it. And that's the equivalent of adding £25,000 to your net worth. And you might think, oh, it's only 25k. But hang on a second. It took you 30 years to do 300 grand. And now you're going to do 25 in three months. That's unbelievable accumulation of wealth. And if you start investing that 25K, even mildly sophisticatedly, you can do 50 to 100% ROI per year on that money. So that 25K will be 50 in a year's time. It'll be 102 years time. You could easily have another 300 grand in the next five to eight years. Now you're rocking and rolling. Now you're cooking on gas because that's from one quarter. What about the next quarter? What about the quarter after that? Could you do a hundred grand in the next year? Yeah, you probably could if you really set your mind to it. If you really started learning, like how many books would you need to read in that quarter? How many seminars would you need to go to? Who would you need to spend time with? This quarter can be, if you want it to be, the most profitable quarter you've ever had in your entire life. So let's look at what you need to do in order to achieve that, if that's what you want for yourself. If you don't, turn the podcast off. Go listen to, to someone else's podcast and enjoy yourself. Stay comfortable because if you want to earn 10 times what you normally earn in a quarter next quarter, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. It's not going to fall in your lap. I sit down with too many people that are fat and lazy. And that's not my words. That's, <laughs> that's Brad Sugar's words. I love it though, because it really sparks a response in me. And it responds, it sparks a response in other people. Like, I'm not fat and lazy. Well, actually, you are because you're fat in as much as you've got more money than than is uncomfortable. So you've got enough money to be comfortable, not happy, but enough money to be comfortable. And secondly, you're lazy because you're staying in your comfort zone. If your comfort zone is accumulating two and a half thousand pounds a quarter, and you've done that for the last few years, then you're fat and lazy. So now are you willing to go on a diet? Are you willing to start a new exercise regime? Because it's the same with wealth. It's the same with investing. If you do on average one deal a year in property, you're going to keep doing one deal a year in property. Nothing's going to change unless you change. If you want to do four deals in the next year or 10 deals in the next year, you're going to have to become uncomfortable. You're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and do stuff that you don't normally do. Because in order to achieve extraordinary results, you have to put in extraordinary action, extraordinary decision-making, extraordinary effort. It doesn't mean you have to work harder, but it does mean you have to work smarter. And in working smarter, you probably work a bit harder. The irony is you probably relax harder as well. You probably have more downtime because you're focused and you're on it. So what actual things can you do? Like if you're stood there going, yes, I want to do 10 times what I normally do in a quarter this quarter. Well, the first thing is you need to write a plan. Spend the next week writing a plan for October, November, December this year. Then you need to be laser focused 
on what's going to make you money. It's really, really important to focus in on that. I've got a client who for the last 30 days has had a massive focus on writing a syllabus for their martial arts school. So they, they have a martial arts school and they've been revamping their syllabus. And every day they've been saying, I'm, I'm doing a part of the syllabus today and I'm doing this grade tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. And they've smashed it. They've, they've got through and they've written the syllabus. But then they confided at the end of the 30 days that they've lost quite a few clients in that month and they've replaced those clients with lower paying clients. So their cash flow has gone down quite significantly to an extent that they're, they're a bit stressed about it and they need to improve it. Well, that is not focusing on the important things. That's staying in your comfort zone. Did we need a new sh syllabus? No, there's no point having the really amazing syllabus and no students to follow it. We need to focus, as Jim Rohn says, major on the majors. And I, I like to call them profit generating activities and most important tasks. And I was doing this coaching with a client yesterday, actually, uh, in fact, a team member yesterday, Bethany, who heads up our GeForce martial arts schools. So our HQ owned schools and our franchise GeForce martial arts schools. So she she's ops director for those GeForce branded schools. And I was doing a coaching session with her and our head of operations, Jenny. And we were looking at, well, what are all the things you do in a week? And we wrote them all down and we wrote next to all those things. And this is what you need to do, guys, as investors, as sophisticated investors, you need to write down all the things that you either are doing or should be doing. And you write them down and then you allocate an amount of time for each of those tasks. And then you write down next to that whether they are profit generating and or whether they're most important tasks. Now, they're either profit generating tasks or they're really important and need to be done and it's that MIT most important task that sometimes people get a bit uh, confused about so you might go well writing a syllabus is a most important task mm, is it really so what I mean by that is bookkeeping is an MIT it has to get done you can't run a business without bookkeeping filing your tax returns has to get done that is an MIT so there are things that ha absolutely have to get done and then there's profit generating activity everything else you can leave to one side. So when you're looking at your quarter, what you need to do is decide, right, how much am I going to make? And you start with that. Depends what your focus is. But for, for the, this exercise, let's assume it's I want to make 25 grand and normally I make two and a half grand. So we've got three weeks to prep for this. So we need to decide what do we need to do in October, November, December in those three months. That's 13 weeks in a quarter. What? do I need to do in those 13 weeks to earn 25 grand, to add 25 grand to my net worth? And it might cost me five grand a month to live. So now I need to earn 30,000 pounds. What do I need to do to bring in 30,000 pounds next, next quarter? And initially, you might not have the answer. This is why I said take a week on it. You might think, well, I don't know how to. I can go from two and a half to five grand. I know how to do that. Okay, start with that. Write that down. What would you need to do? And then sleep on it. Sleep on the question, how? How am I going to earn 10 times what I normally earn in a quarter next quarter? And you'll start to come up with ideas. You'll start to think, right, well, I could do this or I could sell this or I could start this or I could change this, or I could do less of this. And you'd be amazed. The number of people I sit down with, my goal, by the way, when I sit down with a new client is to double their net worth in the next 12 months. That's my goal.
And we're achieving that with a, a surprisingly high percentage of people because people live very comfortable, wasteful lives. So they waste time and they waste money. And if you can redeploy that wasted time in PGAs, profit generating activities, and you can reduce the financial wastage and get the existing resources, the existing finance employed in better performing investments, now you're rocking and rolling. Now you can really catapult your wealth generation forwards. You can really shoot that curve of wealth accumulation upwards you can start making it logarithmic rather than can't remember what the uh the the straight line is on a graph but we're we're talking about the curved graph if you imagine the world population it's like that graph that's what you want to do with wealth it compounds the reason that's possible is because it compounds einstein said the eighth wonder of the world is compounding compounding is so powerful it's leverage so if you read a book today and you read a book tomorrow and you read a book the next day that knowledge compounds and you get better and better and better it's not the sum of the three books it's the synergy of having read the three books. It's the same with time utilization. If you get a little bit better at using your time and and doing what needs to be done today, and then you get a bit better tomorrow and a bit better the day after, it compounds. It's the same with exercise. If today you can only walk around the block, but you keep walking around the block and then you start jogging around the block and then you can jog around the village and then you can go do a triathlon and then you can go do an Ironman it's not a straight line. You get fitter and fitter and fitter because as you get fitter, you can do more exercise and then you get even fitter and you lose body fat and your aerobic capacity, your VO2 max gets bigger and, and more powerful. And so you get faster at getting faster. So your rate of improvement increases logarithmically. So that word's going to play on my mind. now. I'm going to find the word. <laughs> Here's my vow to you. I will tell you what that straight line. Some of you are there shouting at your uh, at your um, mobile phones at you, like saying, I assume you're listening on a, on a smartphone. You're, you're like saying to yourself, it's this Frank, it's that word. But I will come, uh, it, will, it will come to me. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, moving on, moving on. You need to write down every activity that's going to help you to, to achieve that 10x income. And then you need to write down next to it how many hours of that activity you need to do. And then you put those into a default diary. And this is what I was helping Bethany with yesterday. So you then look at your week. And for example, Bethany starts at nine most most days, not every day, but starts at nine most days on a Monday. She starts at half seven because we have a team meeting. And then she finishes at five most days, but on two days a week, she instructs. She's a, a martial arts instructor and she instructs until 9 p.m. So we mapped out those start and finish times each day. And then we put in her profit generating activities. So we put in instructing, you know, she that, that generates good income for the business. We put in some MITs, recruitment of instructors. So for new schools that we're opening, we're opening a new school in October. Uh, we're opening a new school in November. So we need instructors to teach in those schools. So we put recruitment in as an MIT. And that's a good example of an MIT. It's really important, but it doesn't directly affect profit. Systemization of the journey for new members was one of her PGAs. So that's when someone joins, helping them to integrate with the GeForce community. So designing WhatsApp campaigns where they get a video from Bethany saying, hey, welcome to ABC Martial Arts School. Welcome to the GeForce family. Just let you know, my name's Bethany. I'm here to help you. You can WhatsApp me back. By the way, for children, for example, you're going to be in our Champions for Life programs. So you're going to learn about self-discipline. You're going to learn about 
respect you're going to learn about and you know talking about the different aspects of our champions for life program for all of our children for our ladies classes we're going to send them a, a healthy diet plan to accompany their martial arts training etc etc so for bethany that customer journey once they've joined our school is a we put that down as a PGA because it helps retention. If people are getting all of that love from us, they're going to stay with us for longer, etc. So what is it for you in your property business? So, for example, I've set myself the goal of raising 10 million in the next three months, 10 million of private finance in the next three months, because we are in the best buying environment for the next probably decade. And I want to go buy a load of property. I think I might hit 20 million, but I've set myself as an absolute minimum 10 million pounds of sophisticated finance investment. So finance from sophisticated property investors or JV partners who are willing to fund deals that we then go 50-50 on. Um, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I'd like some of that, just get in touch. I will happily run you through how it works. And if you're up for it, um, I'm only interested in six figure lumps of money. So it has to be at least a hundred thousand pounds. Most of my investors are looking to invest a lumps of up from five hundred thousand pounds upwards, basically. But I would consider as little as a hundred thousand pounds. So if you're interested in that, just get in touch. We need to check it's an appropriate investment for you, etc. And how best to do it. Some people just loan money and become a private mortgage lender and some people actually become joint venture uh, partners so yeah if that's of interest get in touch but i've set myself the goal of raising 10 million in the next three months i've never done that in three months before i've raised quite a lot of money over the years but i've done it quite organically quite slowly so that's quite a big step up for me so that's a pga that's a profit generating activity because if i have 10 million pounds by 13 weeks time then I can go and do a lot of below market value investing. I can make that money work really hard and buy a lot of property that's going to perform really well. Yields have never been so high because prices have dropped. Below market value deals have, I say never been so high, haven't been this high in years. BMV deals are easier to get now than they have been for about a decade. We're, we're kind of in, not quite, but we're getting close to 2009, 2010 buying environment prices are have dropped now the most they've dropped since 2009 so the only comparable we have to this environment for buying is 2009 now 2009 was better but we're, we're rapidly approaching an amazing time to buy and it's already fantastic which is why i'm buying more than i've ever bought but the problem is even if you buy a no money down deal you're still having to pay legals you're still having to pay marketing you're still having to pay stamp duty etc so if you're buying a lot of property you do still need quite a lot of working capital especially if you're buying vacant property and you might need a few grand to do it up you know just to make it compliant and then it might sit empty for a month while you do viewings and people serve notice and they move into your property. So when you're doing that at scale, actually the few grand you need for each property, when you times that by lots of properties becomes quite a lot of money. So for me, I've set that goal, 10 million. Now I have to work it back to well, what do I need to do? So I wrote a marketing campaign and I've written down all the things I need to do in order to do that. So I've written out a proposal for investors. I've reached out to people who I think will know potential investors. I've presented to them. I've communicated with about 15 of my 
closest business associates. I've explained what I want to achieve. I've explained what's in it for their uh, customers. I've explained what's in it for them. So I've developed a referral program whereby they can understand how they can make out of it. I've created it in such a way that they can either get property out of it or they can get a referral fee, quite a chunky fees to make it worth their while. So, you know, they're, they're motivated. And now I've got time in my diary to do the marketing and then to have Zoom calls with the potential investors. And I had one yesterday. Potential investor has said that in principle, he wants to put 500k into uh, a deal next week. He wants to talk to a couple of past investors of mine just to see how they found the journey. Got loads of those. They've got good experience, etc. And once he um, has spoken to those, he said he's happy to uh, to to go ahead. Obviously, we'll go through the due diligence and uh, and get all the agreements signed up, etc. But that came from just having that goal and putting the time into my diary. And it was uncomfortable. I've not, I don't think I've ever stood in front of a group of my peers before and said, right, guys, this is what I want. I want you to introduce me to your colleagues who've got money. And from doing it, I've got several Zoom chats already. One of my um, uh, friends is going to, it's talking about putting on a breakfast, a breakfast for six or seven ultra high net worth employees. So we're talking sweet C-suite employees of large companies who have got six high six figure low seven figure bonuses and offering to invest those bonuses for them with with me. Well that's that's a phenomenal opportunity. And that's why I say a minimum of 10 million, but possibly 20 million is because with those kind of connections and if I work in a concerted manner, then it's absolutely possible. Now to give you an idea of how this relates to time in the diary Yesterday, I had one-on-one Zoom meetings with one, two, two referrers. So this was just two people from that group who have, and this is a mastermind group. So, you know, it's not hard to go and find a mastermind. It was a paid mastermind group. So it's a mastermind that I'm a member of where people paid to be in the mastermind. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't know those people, well, you, you can go find them. I didn't know those people before I joined the mastermind. And so this isn't, you know, these are Frank's rich friends. No, no, no. These are people I didn't know until I joined this mastermind. Two of them were mastermind members who are interested in referring me to their um, clients and and friends. So I spent an hour, roughly an hour with each on Zoom, one-on-one. And then the third was someone who straight away knew a client and said, let me introduce you to WhatsApp. I had the Zoom, one-on-one Zoom with the client, about 30-minute call, and the referrer sat in, which I think is a really useful thing to do because the referrer then understands how I work. It gives them reassurance that I'm going to look after their client as they would like them to be looked after. But also, the client feels reassured that the referrer is in the room. And uh, I say room, you know, I'm, I'm talking about Zoom, Zoom room. But that was in my diary. So that was about two and a half hours yesterday. I think I allowed three hours. But the really important thing is to have time in your diary today to then follow up, to drop a a personal voice note or a video to say, really enjoyed meeting you yesterday. I'd probably do voice note because yesterday was on video. So you want to change the mode that you're um, communicating in. The investor has asked for the write-up. So I'm going to give them the proposal, the, the, the way that we can work together. I will put time in the diary probably what day are we on um yeah probably three to four working days later to follow up again and see see where we're at and so the investor wanted to speak to two previous investors so 
I've done that already today. I've spoken to the previous investors and said, are you happy to take a call from this guy? He's interested in investing. He wants to know your experience of investing with me. Are you okay with me giving him your number? One of them's already come back and said yes. As soon as the other one says yes, I'd hope they say yes. I can then send that message saying, here's the two people they're expecting your call. And uh, here's the proposal that you asked for in writing. And that's it. And you think, well, what stopped me doing that before? Nothing other than I didn't have the intention, other than I felt too comfortable. I've always been able to fund every deal that I've done. By definition, every deal I've done, (laughs) I've funded uh, one way or another. And it's only by sitting down and going, right, you're in an amazing environment, Frank. This is the time to get going in property. And if you're sat there and you want to ramp up your property, do get in touch. You can drop me an email, f.fleg at ethicalpropertypartners.com. You can get in touch with us in the office. I don't mind how you get in touch with us, but if you're wanting some uh, some help. In fact, there's an advert at the start of this um, uh, podcast. Go to that. Go to the Kickstarter um landing page book on that will give you a day in the room with me where I can explain to you how you can start accumulating wealth at a rate of of knots because it's not just about the property investing I know this podcast is about property investing but actually the cash flow you can generate from businesses to plow into property it's like a two-pronged approach and by doing both you can actually accumulate wealth much faster and so if you're sat there thinking yeah actually I would like to get into property then fantastic. Now is the time. It's never been a better time. So by creating that intention and that goal and being crystal clear on my goal, I've then been able to step further back from that and gone, okay, so based on that goal, how much money would I need in order to buy enough properties to hit that goal? Okay, 10 million in minimum. Great. So what activities, what PGAs do I need to put into my default diary in order to generate that amount of of finance and I've worked out how many hours a week. It's not a lot. It's about four to five hours a week um, of my time in order, but but consistently over 13 weeks. So what's that? If it was four hours over 13 weeks, that's 40, 50 odd hours, 50, 55 hours over a whole quarter in order to raise 10 million. Well, I'm okay doing that because that 10 million will work for me forever more. And you might think, well, they're lending those funds. I'm um, doing two year deals. So I'm, I'm using these funds for a period of two years because that is the term that's going to work best for me, but also work best for the investors. But once I've done the deal and refinanced off their finance in two years, those properties will work for me forever more. And so the profit generation from that 10 million of lending is, well, it's almost infinite. It depends how long I live for. But that's the beauty of um, doing the hard work now, stepping outside your comfort zone now and that's that's a real example of me stepping outside my comfort zone there's a real example of bethany stepping outside her comfort zone and as a result she will grow she will become more effective in her role which means she will um, become more valuable to the company which means we will pay her more and for me it will mean i get to do more deals in the next 12 months than i would otherwise do i will make investors more money than they would otherwise make and i will make more money in the decades to come because I've got more property under my belt. There you have it. Profit generating activities, really clear goal and a default diary. If you throw those three together in the way that I've described, if you actually follow that process, if you want me to explain that process in more detail, come on the Kickstarter today. I'll happily go through it. I'll happily show you how you can find deals and businesses that you can make 50 to 100% ROI on on an annual basis. People don't believe that's possible until I actually show them deals that my clients are doing right now, that I'm doing right now, that return 
those kind of numbers. I supplied a deal to a client, a Diamond Wealth client, uh, last week with a 63% return in his first year on that property. It's unbelievable what's possible at the moment. And that means if he's got 100 grand, that means in a year's time, that 100 grand is worth 163,000 pounds. I hope I provoked you into taking action, guys, and smashing the next quarter. This is the time when the kids are going back to school, when you get to reset your habits, when you will be deciding how you invest your time for the sake of your wealth now and in the future. I hope you invest it wisely. Until next time, happy investing. Sophisticated property investing. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now.